This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and despite the higher interest rates and talk of another hike to come in the next few weeks, local real estate continues to chug along. Seems unstoppable. Coming up, we'll hear from realtor John Carlson, a.k.a. Johnny Smartpoint, about where he figures the market is going. But first, it's the consumer news from the past week. And despite the high costs of owning real estate, more and more Canadians are buying investment property. About 11% of people in this country own some kind of investment property according to an online survey by Royal LePage. And they say that's a number that's expected to grow over the next five years. 54% of those asked say they plan to buy another property in Metro Vancouver. Those are people who already own investment property, properties that is not their principal residence. CEO Phil Soper says the interest in real estate investment is coming from several factors, including rising rents, which means more revenue, and record levels of immigration, which the investors see as an influx of customers. At the same time, higher mortgage rates have caused nearly one-third of those investors to consider selling one or more of their properties. Canada's total residential mortgage debt has climbed 6% in the past year to $2.08 trillion. But Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation says the rate of growth has actually slowed compared with recent years. It says that's due to inflation, rising interest rates, and cooling housing markets. A Vancouver-based company is doing some interesting things with new antibody therapy treatments for COVID-19. And now the BC and federal governments are throwing in some money. Abcelera Biologics has announced a $700 million plan to add lab space, equipment, and technology at its manufacturing plant. This would be the first antibody therapy treatment for COVID. BC will provide $75 million to fund research and clinical trial projects, while the federal government is contributing $225 million. Absalera says the latest expansion will help it turn basic research into usable medicines while developing programs to get those medicines into clinical trials. Owners of Ford electric vehicles will get access to about 12,000 Tesla supercharger stations throughout Canada and the U.S. starting next year. Ford CEO Jim Farley and Tesla CEO Elon Musk announced the agreement uh, last week on Twitter. Farley calls it a huge move for the auto industry and all electric vehicle customers. Elon Musk says he wants to use the network to support sustainable transportation. And the PNE is just around the corner, and the lineup for this year's summer night concerts in Vancouver is out. TLC, Boys to Men, Tennille Towns, Billy Talent, Aqua, Jason Derulo, and Billy Idol are among the artists who will perform in the PNE Amphitheater between August 19th and September 4th. And the amphitheater is outside. It's a beautiful theater when the sun is shining or when the sun is going down and it's not raining. Uh, tickets for this year's PNE event started uh, yesterday. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and it's the latest on the Vancouver real estate market.
when we check in with John Carlson of 2% Realty. You know him as Johnny SmartPoint, johnnysmartpoint.com. John is next. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW and with real estate sales once again, seemingly on the upswing after a year of interest rate hikes, One other aspect of the real estate market, not just in Vancouver, but across Canada, appears to be growing as well. That's real estate investing. According to a new survey by Royal LePage, 11% of Canadians own some form of investment property, and nearly a quarter of those who don't say they plan to buy something within five years. And of those who do own something already, 52% of them say they plan to buy more investment property. So what does that mean for the market in general? And what about next month's meeting by the Bank of Canada? There's again talk of another interest rate hike. So what could that mean for the real estate market? To help us get a sense of where the real estate market is going is our friend John Carlson. You know him as Johnny Smart Point. His website is johnnysmartpoint.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, smartpoint.com. You can uh, send him an email at john at johnnysmartpoint.com or give him a call, 604-612-0080. And he's with us now. Hi, John. How are you? I'm doing good, Martin. Thanks to, uh, thanks. Uh, thank, it's great to be back and talking about real estate with you once again. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to getting your take on what's going on because it's a pretty interesting market. But first, I want to talk to somebody who uh, you have just worked with. Uh, it's a woman named Kathleen, and uh, she has just sold her house, and she's very happy about it. And she's with us right now. Hi, Kathleen. Thanks for doing this. Of course. Yes. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. So you just sold a house in Mission with the help of John Carlson. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. And this all started because your mom is a fan of CKNW, right? That's correct. Yeah. She had heard him on the radio and she'd heard good things about him aside from CKNW as well. So we went ahead and gave him a call. Yeah. All right. So uh, you went to johnnysmartpoint.com and you got a, got in touch with John Carlson. Um, and you you talked to some other people first, right? You, that's how you, you, you did your due diligence to find a, a real estate agent. Correct. Yes. We had talked to a couple other people prior. Um, they were great. We were quite shocked by the commission cost, to be honest, of selling a house initially. Um, right. And then we went to John and he was just a really down to earth guy. He was super trustworthy. You know, he does what he says he's going to do. And um, it was my first time ever sell- selling a house. So it was quite emotional and I was nervous and I had all these questions, of course. Um, but he explained the entire process and we were able to ask any questions, voice any concerns. Um, yeah, it was a really good process. Yeah, because I, I think that's a lot of uh, that's a concept that people often forget with John because he seems so professional and he's you know one of the leaders in real estate in the Lower Mainland. But he charges two percent commission, which saved you a lot of money, didn't it? Thousands in commission, absolutely. Right. That was so, huge for us. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole idea of uh, SmartPoint is that uh, not only are you getting uh, a good commission a, uh, that saves you, literally saves you thousands of dollars, you're getting mm-hmm. uh, a top-notch agent who knows this market, who's been doing it forever. So talk about the process of working with John Carlson. Uh, how was it? 
Sure. It was great. You know, we initially had met and he sat down with us and did a walk through the house and just told us a little bit about himself. So we were quite comfortable at that point. Um, You know, he told us exactly how it was going to go and he created such a buzz. I mean, we had so many showings. We had a great turnout at our open house. From the day of lift, it was one week until we sold. We sold above market, above what we had asked. Um, No conditions. You know, he, it was exactly what, it was better than we expected. I have seen houses sit on the market for months in, in my area in the last, you know, couple of years. So in a week, that was insane. Um, (laughs) So it was great. You know, he was very cautious with our, or treated our time with such value. You know, he made sure that every um, showing was communicated to us and agreed upon. He came over with the offers once we received them and actually physically sat with us and walked through each one. Like I've even spoken to him since the house is sold. He's just checked in to see how we're feeling. He's been great from start to finish. Absolutely. Yeah. And I talk to a lot of people and they say the thing about John, they don't feel pressured with John. Right. Right. No, absolutely not. Uh, there was no pressure. There was great communication. Um, you know, I know he got a couple of um, asks for showings that were early in the morning and I'm a single mom with three kids and he just took that into consideration and, you know, asked that we make those later, right before he even contacted me. So he's very considerate the whole time. Yeah. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, it was pretty stressful to make that decision to sell your house, especially as a single mom with kids. Um, tell right. us about that. How, how did he uh, help you with that? You know, he just basically reassured i'm i'm engaged so we're we're moving in together he reassured me that um you know you don't have to agree to any offer you can extend the time you can ask for what you need so there was no immediate um, need for like pack up and go um and even after this you know the offer was accepted he was able to negotiate the terms to make it comfortable for myself and the kids to have enough time to up and leave um yeah, I mean, it was he was easy to reach. He was just he was good all around. Um, his yeah. wife Kamiko came in and took all the pictures of the house. So it was just the two of them. There weren't strangers coming in and out. It was just very easy and um, very comfortable. Yeah, yeah, and I mm-hmm. I hear so many different stories of people the reasons why they need to move or sell a house. Sometimes they're downsizing. Sometimes you know they're moving to a different city and it sounds like you're moving on to kind of a new a new chapter in your life so that's uh that's pretty exciting it is very exciting yes thank you we're quite looking forward to it so yeah, yeah. so what what do you say to anybody who's uh, thinking of selling a property and they're they're thinking of going to johnnysmartpoint.com and getting a hold of john what do you say to them i 100% recommend him he is great from start to finish super personable um i will be using him again 100% Yeah. Well, well, Kathleen, uh, your kids must be excited to move. How how are the kids doing? They're older. So I've got a 21-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 17-year-old. So the 21-year-old is actually moving out on her own. And the other two will stay with us. But they're excited. Yeah. New new chapter, new beginning. So it's, it's looking up. Yes. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Kathleen, and all the best in the future. Thank you so much. Another satisfied customer of Johnny Smart Points. And John, you must love hearing those words. I will be using him again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, again, I, I'm always reminded, you know, talking to my clients, you know, how lucky I am. I've been doing this business a long time. And, 
just by chance, you know, well, maybe not by chance. Kathleen's mom, hope you're listening uh, today as well, you know, heard the program and passed me on there. And I was very lucky, you know, I'm fortunate to be dealt, uh, you know, to be introduced to Kathleen and be able to work with her because, you know, you can tell from listening to her, she's fantastic. Um, you know, it felt great to work with her and her, and her new uh, fiance, Shane. Hi, Shane. And congratulations to both of you on the engagement. Uh, but, you know, it, Martin, it feels fantastic to, to just be validated in terms of what I do. Uh, you know, I work to make my clients happy because that's the nature of the business. You, you know, in this business, you, you know, the, the more past clients you have, and this is what keeps me busy, who are happy, they tend to refer you to other people. And that's what keeps me going. Um, so Kaplan, you know, awesome. I loved working with you. I really very much appreciate the testimonial. One thing she said, Martin, was that she saved, you know, thousands of dollars. And, you know, I want to quantify that because I want to make it clear to listeners that commission structures in real estate are, they're not a set. They're not sets. There, there are different commission structures out there. And when, when we first met, you know, Kathleen told me that she talked to agents who charged you know, are quoting her commission rates of 7% of the first $100,000 of the sale price and 2.5% up to 3.5% of the balance of the sale price. So in this, this is under a million dollars, a home in mission. Um, so it's right in the heat of the market and the meat of the market. And we knew that it was going to be received well, this listing. We positioned it right. But when she talks about selling, you know, and saving commission, she's comparing to the other agents she talked to. And quite frankly, those are the those are the rates that you generally see out there. So doing a quick bit of math, it was about between maybe ten dollars and $13,000. And like I've always said, you know, commissions is important uh, in terms of feeling you get good value. But, you know, the val the overall value proposition, as you mentioned, Martin, is, is the smart point. You, you need an agent that is good at what he or she does, uh, who's got a good track record and knows how to, you know, take uh, a client from step one to the finish line and have the best possible result. And, and I really felt we did that. Uh, we had 10 offers on Monday night, just this past Monday. And um, she mentioned we had an unconditional offer as well. So, you know, it was great to be involved. She's got a great home there and I'm really happy for her and Shane and her kids and, you know, their next chapter in life. So again, I must be the luckiest guy in the world getting calls from clients like this. So I want to, again, thank you, Kathleen. Thank you, Shane. And thank you uh, to Kathleen's mom. It's it's wonderful to, to, to make you happy and to be a part of the process. Yeah. And you talk about the two sides of the coin. One is the, the value proposition. It's a 2% commission structure, which can save you money. But you also sold the place in a week. And I, I think she said it went above asking, right? Oh, yeah, it went significantly above asking. And this, you know, uh, this home, excuse me, in a great area, um, had all kinds of potential in this home that people could could take advantage of. So we really wanted to point that out, the separate access in the basement, the 220 plug. It was a great big yard. You could build a shop back there. Um, there were some areas that, 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 you know, she was leaving to the next owner to, to take care of. But, you know, great spot. And there was a, a gap. Right now, there's not a whole lot of inventory. And we're going to talk about this later in the market uh, update report, but a good detached home that's priced well right now, especially one with a basement suite or maybe with potential to put in a basement suite is, is a really hot commodity because, you know, people are looking for affordability with the new interest rates. Um, and there's just not that many good listings. So we positioned it in what we considered to be kind of a uh, a spot where there wasn't a whole lot of competition, knowing that if we got the right response that we expected, that the multiple offer situation would push people up into an area where we probably would not have seen had we priced that high initially. So the strategy was sound. 
Uh, Kathleen and I discussed the strategy together, the ups and downs, the pros and cons of, of doing things certain ways. And, and we, we both agreed on the way to go forward. And I'll tell you, uh, Kathleen and Shane did a lot of work to get the house ready and to, you know, I bombarded her with <laughs> with viewing requests and I never pushed people. But of course, I she was always cooperative. Other than those early morning ones, I didn't even put those to her. But uh, she was, you know, they did it right. We did it right together. And as a result, the, you know, everything turned out very well. And I think the key there was she mentioned that those early morning things, her with her kids, you didn't even ask if she was available. You just went ahead and decided, no, no, let's do it later in the day. Well, I talked to the agents and said, come on, eight, eight o'clock in the morning, there's kids here. We got showings all day. You got to do better than that. So, you know, it's it's a cooperative process. But at some point, you know, as my advocate, uh, you know, as, as her advocate, I should say, and her representative, you know, I'm not going to trouble her with little things like that. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, you know what, Martin, it's a series of events and little details. And if you handle them all properly, handle them correctly, uh, when the time is right and offer presentation time rolls around, you're in a good position. And we were in a good position. We took advantage of that good position. Yeah. And teenage kids are hard to move at eight in the morning. So uh, I think that's a, a wise strategy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. We're talking to John Carlson. Uh, Johnny Smart Point is where John lives on the net. JohnnySmartPoint.com is the website. Uh, you can also give him a call 604-612-0080 or send him an email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com. And when we come back, I have a lot of questions for you because the market is uh, in an interesting position. Things seem to be picking up in Vancouver. There's talk of perhaps another interest rate hike. What does that mean? Uh, and are we in a situation where the spring is kind of hot? Are we in kind of a window? So we're going to hear all about that when we come back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we've got John Carlson. You know him as Johnny Smartpoint, johnnysmartpoint.com, and we'll have more with John when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking real estate with John Carlson, Johnny Smartpoint. JohnnySmartPoint.com is the website. 604-612-0080 is the phone number. John at JohnnySmartPoint.com is the uh, email address. And it's J-O-H-N-N-Y SmartPoint.com. If uh, you want to get a hold of John, we just heard from a, another satisfied customer. And uh, coming up, I want to talk to you about some of the new listings that are on your website because there's quite a few. You've got a you've got an open house tomorrow. But let's get into the market. Um, you know, what's going on? Things seem to be really chugging along. Maybe interest rates might have another hike next month. We don't know. But what, what do you see is going on? Well, just looking at today, you know, the, the, the progression of the market. Here we are towards the end of May. We had a slow spring start, quite frankly. Uh, inventory levels, new listings were very very few and far between in January and February and even March. And so, you know, as we saw the spring market start to take off, we've gone from, 
our sales numbers were pretty dismal at the beginning of the year and towards the end of last year we were far below the 10-year average in terms of so if you take a month martin and you say hey if we look over the last 10 years in this particular month how many sales do we have in the entire region of the real estate board whether you're looking at fraser valley or you're looking at greater vancouver and you can break those down into segments how many detached housing do you know detached houses do we have condos townhomes and all those sorts of things and all the segments early in the year were below half of what the 10 year average was. So we were, you know, in a time of adjustment when we'd gone through a very high market, very active market, we burned a lot of pent up demand in this old market. And we burned through a lot of that, you know, demand. But now, as we see, you know, now our numbers, if we're now may hasn't come out yet, but uh, the feeling I'm getting is that we're getting very close to those 10 year average, 10 year averages. So to me, that means it's not like there's an endless supply of buyers lined up around the block, like maybe there was in the peak of the hot market. Um, but those buyers out there are having, you know, uh, a situation where they, they need to consider whatever's in front of them in terms of listing inventory. And a lot of the listing inventories are still quite low. So the hot segments of the market, I would say, uh, would be, uh, let's talk about affordable detached houses. Uh, much like Kathleen's home, uh, it didn't have a rental suite, but it wouldn't have been hard to put one in. And that was a big feature because with the new interest rates and, you know, the qualifying, you have to, you know, put even in the, the you know, a little bit higher rate. You got to qualify even higher than, than than the rate you actually pay because the banks are being very careful right now. It really helps to have some some potential income. So affordable houses. Uh, especially if you've got some rental income, but not necessarily. People are looking for a house they could live in and that they can afford. And that's, you know, that's not an easy thing to do in Greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. So as Kathleen mentioned, you know, there's a lot of homes in her area that have been on the market a while. So it's not a slam dunk. It's not a guarantee. But if you if you position your detached house properly where it comes to pricing and you understand the environment you're working in and you understand, you know, roughly how many buyers are out there and what their choices are, and you position properly, you can really take advantage of that situation. Uh, and I would, I would say that, you know, with Kathleen's home, we sold for significantly over the list price. Had we listed the property at the price we actually sold for, chances are we'd still be on the market like a lot of these other homes. So you, you want to handle it carefully. But the detached housing market is one of the hottest, and and maybe even hotter than that uh, would be uh, a good townhome which basically is an alternative to people who maybe can't afford uh, a detached house or for other reasons, mm -hmm. lifestyle reasons, they don't want that big yard or whatever. But uh, the, the townhouse market, uh, if you've got a, a good townhouse in that uh, under a million dollar range in some of these markets, uh, some of the markets a little higher, chances are there are a lot of buyers out there just waiting for something like that to pop up. So that's a hot market. Now, the condo market is is probably the flattest of all the markets in terms of supply and demand. There's a fair bit of supply in some. But even that market, the very best units are attracting, you know, good attention. So if you ask me, we've gone through the, uh, you know, the cold phase of the market early on in the year. We the, the spring market has sprung and the buyers are out. Again, it's not like there's an unlimited supply of buyers, but those people out there, when they see a good, fresh new listing, they tend to get a little bit excited. So you want to make sure your your strategy uh, revolves around maximizing that first week or two on the market, because that's probably when your strongest time is. Um, you know, so again, it depends. You really want to know if you're a listener out there and, you know, maybe you're in Mission, maybe you're in Vancouver, Burnaby, Surrey. There's all these areas that I work in. And, and one of my jobs when I meet people is to understand what they're bringing to the market and help them maximize that sale. And a big part of that is understanding what is your segment doing, uh, you know, and what is our competition doing in that kind of segment? So it's a case by case basis. But if you ask me, 
I would say that, again, coming into June now, we're going to have June and July, uh, you know, and, and probably the first part of August before that August holiday season kicks in in the second half. I think this is could be the peak time to sell your house this year. You mentioned interest rates may go up. Um, I'm not an economist, but I do talk to a lot of people in the banking industry and uh, people who know more about these sorts of things than I do. And it would appear that the bond market has risen. And from what I understand, it may be inevitable that we get another price bump uh, or, or interest rate bump, I should say, which, you know, those things affect the market as well. So again, long-winded answer. Sorry, Martin, but if people are looking at selling their property sometime in the near future, we probably got a pretty good window these next two or three months. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're not the kind of guy to, to rush people, but if you're sort of thinking about selling, it might be a good spring and summer to, to get your house on the market is what you're saying. I think so. Yeah. I think that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're talking to John Carlson. JohnnySmartPoint.com is the website. Uh, you can send him an email, John at JohnnySmartPoint.com. And uh, you were talking about uh, availability of homes, and uh, it, it is pretty slim out there. Though if you go to your website, JohnnySmartPoint.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, SmartPoint.com, uh, there are some new listings on there, which is uh, kind of promising and uh, encouraging to see. That's That's a good thing. Yeah, I do have some new listings. Some of the listings you'll see on my website are now sold. Uh, Kathleen's home is up there. There's a couple others, but um, I think I'd like to mention a couple if you don't mind, uh, Martin. Yeah. I want to take some time. I've got a listing that I'll be holding open house uh, and on Sunday. So tomorrow between 1 and 4 p.m. If you're looking for a townhouse in Richmond, and, and when I say townhouse, this is a spread out townhouse. It was an age-restricted development and a very well run in lots of space and double garages and big floor plans. Um, but as you know, a lot of listeners know, age restrictions are no longer in effect unless they're 55 and over. And even that has a lot of loopholes. So this is now open to all ages. And it's a three bedroom plus den townhome with a double garage. It's 2350 square feet. I'll be there at number four, 7200 Ledway Road, Sunday, 1 to 4 p.m. List price is $1,599,900. So $1.6 million. And, you know, this, this is really a fantastic development. You, you probably want to see it. Go to my website and take a look at it. Uh, and that's my open house. I also have another uh, listing that's really worth talking about right now. Uh, I got a brand new listing, and this is on Morris Valley Road in Lake Eric. So we're getting out towards Hemlock Valley area. And, you know, this is a, a gated community. It's called Harrison Lane. They've got geothermal heat, you know, built in. There's only 14 units in the development. And this house shows like new. It's a two-story home. So that means you walk in and your main floor is ground level. You've got front and back access, privacy, nature, uh, uh, you know, a, a screened patio out back to keep the bugs out and, and enjoy your, your morning coffee. Um with a master bedroom suite on the main floor. So people that are downsizing and coming out of town and want to be, you know, close to Hemlock Valley or the Sandpiper Golf Course, it's basically bordering on, almost bordering on the Sandpiper Golf Course. This is a great spot. It's uh, listed at 999.9 and it's number 1114505 Morris Valley Road. There's a new listing. In fact, we're just opening up for showing. So we're getting our first showings kind of as we speak. Um, I've got another new listing I want to put out there to people. If you're looking in Maple Ridge, boy, this is an interesting one. It's half an acre. It's at the end of a cul-de-sac. The developer years ago, who the house was built in 2002, but it shows much newer. It's amazing condition. The address is 11550 238A Street. And this is 1750 
half an acre with a ravine and nature reserve type property borders onto it. it's entirely private it's a basement entry with a two-bedroom suite so it's a six-bedroom home plus there's a, a oversized garage for maybe a mechanic you could probably get four cars in this extra long double garage and there's a separate uh, detached garage workshop where you know this fellow is a retired mechanic and you can do that sort of thing so the setting is top-notch condition is top-notch you've got rental income you've got garages you've got shops uh, and this one again is on 238 a street take a look and then i'm also uh, going to bring up uh, this one's really interesting uh, another new listing on mingo avenue 32165 this is 2.24 acres two houses you've got a 2600 square foot 27 almost log home with six bedrooms it's amazing go to my website and take a look at the tour and the pictures plus there's a secondary two bedroom two bath residence where the in-laws live there's a shop with 220 uh, a huge shop and the the natural setting i mean we're talking pond waterways it backs onto 25 acres of nature reserve this is the kind of home that you know if you're looking for something like this good luck finding another one as good as this the list price again 1,899 we're getting good action on that and uh, maybe lastly, I'll mention, I've got a beautiful little acreage in Langley. It's on 242nd Drive, 5084, 242 Drive. And this house is about 2,600 square feet. It's got a big addition with permits where the fellow ran his home business. It's a great room. So if you wanted to have uh, a party room, a big media room, you wanted to have a separate area, maybe for extended family or teenagers, you've got vault ceilings, you've got over two acres and about three quarters of it is flat. And then the rest of it goes down the ravine and it's it's private. It's not like a horse acreage, but it's a beautiful private acreage in Langley uh, that was listed at 1899. So there's a quick review. Um, <laughs> lots of new listings coming. Some of them are sold. Some of them have offers. Uh, but give me a call if you have any questions about any of them. Yeah. JohnnySmartPoint.com is the website. And just click on the new listings. And that's quite an assortment. I mean, everything from a log cabin, like literally a log cabin, and it looks just top notch, to just a beautiful house for under a million dollars in mission. I mean, that's a beautiful looking house. And it, it's like right next door to a golf course. I mean, that's, you know, that's amazing for under a million bucks. Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, I've got good listings. Um, you know, I, I, I make sure my listings are positioned well, they look good and we're in the game. So call me anytime. And any listeners who want to talk to me about selling their home, I'm not too busy. I have time. I'm in full swing. So feel free to give me a call. Yeah. So I guess, uh, I guess it's a busy time. It's a, it's a busy spring. The weather is beautiful. So, uh, well have, have yourself a great couple of weeks, John. Yeah, I will. And, you know, I'll be back in two weeks again on the program. So uh, we'll have some new announcements then. And I just want to, you know, thank you for helping me get the word out to the listeners about, um, you know, maybe having better value and having some good um, options when it comes to selling your home compared to some of the other options out there. Yeah. And uh, congratulations to Kathleen, uh, another satisfied customer of John Carlson's. You know him as johnnysmartpoint.com. You can go to his website. That's his website, johnnysmartpoint.com. Thanks, John. We'll talk to you next week. Can't wait. Thanks so much. Right on. John Carlson. You can uh, send him an email to john at johnnysmartpoint.com. You can phone him 604-612-0080 or just go to his website, johnnysmartpoint.com and uh, be like Kathleen, another satisfied customer. Coming up, it's a look at some very famous real estate. 
real houses that were made famous on TV shows that are still out there, and some of them are even up for sale, including the house the Brady Bunch called home. For five and a half mil, it could be yours. How about the Beverly Hillbillies mansion? Uh, that one will cost you a little more. That story is next when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and one of the most iconic TV homes ever is up for sale. For $5.5 million, you can own the Brady Bunch house in LA's San Fernando Valley. It's the house they use for the exterior shots of the show. The interior of the Brady house was all shot on a set on the Paramount lot. It's kind of funny, actually. If you watch a lot of old cop shows on MeTV, you might see the Brady house with that distinctive long stairway to the upstairs. I remember watching a rerun of Mannix when I was a kid and seeing it was clearly shot in the Brady Bunch house. But as for the real house that's up for sale, it originally didn't look like anything like the Brady house on the inside. That was until a few years ago when HGTV bought it for the sole purpose of renovating the house so it looked exactly like the one on the show, inside and out. The Home and Garden Network paid $3.5 million for the Brady Bunch house in 2018. Back then, there was a concern that it was going to be demolished. It was kind of a genius idea. Not only would the network save the Brady house, they would also renovate it so it would look exactly like the house on the show. And it does look exactly like the house on the show. Everything from the kitchen nook where uh, Alice the maid used to cook to those stairs going upstairs. Um, the renovation appeared in the 2019 series on HGTV, a very Brady renovation hosted by property brothers Drew and Jonathan Scott, which also brought in the six actors who played the Brady kids to be part of it. It was a big rating success. More than 28 million viewers watched it during its four-week run. The Brady Bunch house is just one of many real-life houses that have become famous on TV. One of the most famous ones is the San Francisco townhouse used in the opening credits of the TV show Full House. That house sees tons of tourists walking by it every year. In fact, in 2016, the creator of Full House, Jeff Franklin, bought it. His plan was to do the same thing as the Brady house, make the inside look like the inside of the house on the show and then turn it into kind of a full house museum. That didn't go over well with the neighbors. They already had issues with the fans hanging out on the sidewalk and they didn't want to see any more. So finally, Franklin was forced to sell the place. It was listed for sale in 2019 for six million dollars. And this is the Pacific Heights area of downtown San Francisco, after all. And uh, $6 million is kind of what homes go for there. If you think Vancouver real estate is bad, San Francisco is like Vancouver on steroids. Uh, but other houses that people know from TV that you can find in the wild include the Beverly Hillbillies Mansion, where Jethro, Jed, Granny, and Ellie Mae lived. That's still standing. It's the Kirkby Mansion at 750 Bel Air Road in Bel Air. You can even find Walter and Skylar White's house from Breaking Bad. It's currently a private residence on a quiet residential street in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Just a typical suburban home. 
And did you watch that show Big Little Lies with Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon? Do you remember Reese Witherspoon's character with the big, beautiful house on the coast of Monterey? It's a big kitchen, lots of glass looking out over the ocean. It's a stunning piece of real estate. And it's a real house that you can actually rent if you want to experience that whole Big Little Lies vibe. Hopefully no one will get murdered. Uh, The house is actually in Malibu, California, five hours away from Monterey, where the TV show is set. But if you want to rent that house for real, it will cost you $100,000 a month. When we come back, there's a new treatment being developed for COVID-19 above and beyond a simple vaccine. And it's from right here in Vancouver. I'm Martin Strong, and that story and more is coming up when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.